So yesterday we were learning about everything in the world has an inner dimension <coughs> and an outer dimension, external. The inner dimension of everything is its attachment to its source. And the external is the way it projects to what is lower than it. This is the way we said it, it works in uh, vegetation. This is how way it works in human life, in angels. And now we're going to see how it works in, in the spiritual cosmos. It says in Yitzchayim that the entire spiritual cosmos comes from something external. What that means is that without the external part of each thing, then there would not be there would not be this chain. This chain is formed because there is something that is a part of every level that is external and gives off the level beneath it. Had there not been this external part of each level, it would not there would not be the next level. If if each thing would just be preoccupied with being attaching itself to what's above it, there would not be the next level. Or if there to be the next level, there has to be an, a part of each thing how it uh, projects to the level beneath it. It's like on a chain. There's a, the top part of each chain, which is attached to the ring above it. And then there is the bottom of the, of, of the link of each chain, which attaches the part beneath it. Each link out of the other ones go more lower than lower. Right. And, and in order to have the next level, where is the next level attached? Where is the next link of the chain attached to? It doesn't attach to the top of the, the link of the one above it. It attaches to the bottom of the link of one above it. So the fact that each thing is attached to what's above it, that's, that's its inner dimension. But if it will not also project and give off to what's beneath it, then the next level will not exist. Actually, the, the link, the first link is more... Uh, higher. More higher than... Right. I think in the other ones. If it wasn't the first link, it never been the other link. Right. Harei, Shabbat Shalom, so Yeshkunus, the higher part of each thing is called its pemius. Pemius means its inside, but pemius also means its face. A person's face is called panim. Why is a person's face called panim? When you look at something, when you turn to look at something, which part of you turns to look at something? It's your face. First your face turns, and after your face turns to observe something, then the rest of your body follows. So that's the uh, that's why the inner dimension of each thing is called its face, because it's what it it's, it's where this thing at any, at any level the face of each thing the inner dimension of each thing is the fact that it turns to what's above it, what it's interested in. In other words, the face of each thing. human being we call the face the inside because you turn first to what you're interested in with, with, with your face, and after your face towards, turns towards something, the rest of your body follows. The same is also with uh, regards to all the various levels in the spiritual cosmos, that the part of each level that turns to the level above it is called its inside, its face. It's... it's Attaching itself to what's above it, 
That's its inner and higher dimension. So till now we spoke about two things, inside and outside. The inside is a power to receive from above, and the outside is a power to bring it beneath. The inner dimension of each thing is its attachment to the level above it, and the external part of each thing is how it projects the level beneath it. But now we're going to see that there's also a level in between these two things. That they, um, the, in each creature, in each malach, in each angel, in each thing, there's something that connects both of them. Because the, these two kinds of energy that we're talking about till now are very different from each other. They need to have an intermediary in between them to connect them. The inner, the, the, the part in between that connects them is called its atzmius, its essence. It's not the receiving from above it, it's not giving to what's beneath it, it just is. That's the part in between that connects the, the highest thing of each thing is its receiving power. The lowest thing of each thing is its giving. It's giving to the level beneath it. Then there is the essence of it. The essence of it is what connects the receiving higher part with the giving lower part. So, that, um, the essence of each thing the fact that it's not a giving and not receiving, it's, it contains within it both these opposing energies, the power to receive and the power to give. So this connects these two kinds of energies. That means that although the nature of the higher energy is to go upwards, the nature... Um, let's, let's talk about an example in our lives. The, the, the soul of a person, the external part of the soul gives life to the body. The inner dimension of the soul is attached to the face of man and God's chariot. doesn't shine in the body. But we see that it's possible for the inner dimension of the soul, the higher part of the soul, to be revealed. Like we said earlier, that when you're, when you're happy, we're besimcha, there's a part of your soul that, that, that may ordinarily not come to be revealed. Well, you're happy, this deeper part of your soul could be revealed. So the power to bring the inner dimension of your soul to be revealed is because, the part, because of the atzimis, because of the essence of it, the middle of it, that connects both of these energies. Ordinarily, the, the higher part of the soul is attached to the face of a man and God's chariot, it goes upwards. By the time of simch, the time of joy, you're able to bring that higher part and make it revealed in a way that you experience and you feel it. The reason why that's possible is because you have the, the, the level in between them that connects them. So now the author is going to explain how these three things, the inner dimension of everything, the external part of each thing, and the essence of the thing, which is not giver, not receiver, and connects both of them, correspond to Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. The Gimel, Bechina, Seilu, and Bechina's Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. How so? Avraham, Bechina's Chesed, Mayim, Mishir, Mayim, Bechina's Kriyach, Hashpa. The Yitzchak, Bechina's Eish, Shetiv, Laos, and Mayla. The Yaakov, Bechina's Hatikha, Meshavich, Machar, Bechina's Seilu. The nature of Avram was chesed. Chesed is about giving from below to above, from above to below, and that's why it's like it's like water. Water is called kindness because the nature of water, unlike fire, is to go downwards. So that's the external part of each thing. The the Avram part of everything is the external part that it that gives off the love beneath it. Yitzchak is gvura. Yitzchak is like fire. And he, his nature is about ascending upwards. That's the inner dimension of each thing, the part of each thing that goes up to the level above it to receive. 
and Yaakov is an intermediary between them. That's the essence of everything that conclu- includes in it both. It includes chesed and gvur, it includes inside and outside. And therefore, Yaakov is called, it says in the Mishkan, that uh, there was, in, in each wall in the Mishkan, there was a bolt that went th- through the whole wall. But in the higher bolt, it didn't go all the way through, it stopped the middle. The lower bolt didn't go all the way through, it stopped the middle and connected to another bolt. Only the middle bolt went all the way from one end to the other. So that middle bolt is, corresponds to Yaakov. And the idea of Yaakov is the ability to bring down from the highest levels to the lowest. Just like we said before, that the, 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 when a person is besimcha, he's able to, to bring his inner feelings to be expressed. So Yaakov is the, is the middle which connects the higher part of something, the innermost part of something, and is able to reveal to the outside. That's the meaning of we said about wine, that wine brings happiness to the heart. We don't mean that physical wine creates a new nature that you didn't have by itself. Rather, simcha is something spiritual. Simcha is not created from wine. Rather, wine, what wine does is, it arouses and reveals the inner, inner part of the soul that ordinarily is not felt by the body, and what the body experiences is, is only the external part of, of the soul. So through wine, the inner dimension of the soul descends into the limbs of the body, where the external is. Why does wine have that power? Why does wine have the ability to reveal the inner parts of the soul? Wine is something that is produced from grapes. So first it's inside the grape, it's hidden in the grape, and then it's revealed. And that's why wine has the ability to reveal the inner feelings of a person, to reveal the inner parts of the soul, that it should shine in the revealed way. Why is that? Because wine, is, wine itself is revelation of what was previously hidden. Wine itself is, is revelation of the, what was inside the grape, and therefore wine affects a person the same way. Well, Three dimensions, does wine also have three dimensions? I don't know. We didn't see about wine how it has three dimensions. Maybe. I don't know. One of the things that you could tell if someone drank wine is that when someone drinks wine, they, their face turns red. So that the fact that his face turns red indicates that there's something inside that's coming to be outside. It says in the Torah, a person's soul is in their blood. That means the animal soul goes into a person's blood, and, uh, and even, even the higher part of the soul, which is not giving life to, to the body, is higher than the body, is also in the blood. But it's, in the, it's, it's not in the, it's hard to use the words, the, exter- the words are the external part of the blood. The, the, the part of the soul that gives life to the body is in the external part of the blood. The part of the soul which is higher than the body is in the inner dimension of the blood, which is not felt by the, by the body. So wine has a power to cause revelation. So through drinking wine, the inner part of the blood is revealed. And as a result, the inner part of the blood, the, higher, the deeper blood being revealed, the person's face turns red. And by the wine revealing the innermost part of the blood, it also reveals with that the innermost part of the soul, which is inside the inner part of the blood. So maybe the blood has 
don't know. Um, we are all connected to the S of those. You have to one more line. If you get drink too much, you get you, you, you want to go to sleep. Why? Why do you want to go to sleep? Because the uh, wine causes you to be happy because wine reveals the innermost part of the soul. But because of that, you can't drink too much because since wine is causing this revelation, the inner part of the soul, if you drink too much, so then there's too much the body can handle. Because uh, the body in general is only fit to, it's only made to fit the external part of the soul. It cannot get the inner dimension of the soul. So, so therefore, when a person drinks too much, he gets confused and he falls asleep. So when a person reveals the inner the most part of the soul by drinking wine, he has to make sure not to drink too much because so his body shouldn't be able to receive this higher revelation. Okay. Hazak Baruch.